Start of a new series of all about the space conflicts. Space conflicts. Space conflicts are bringing in the new 2023 year. Oh boy, there's too many conflicts here. We gotta move them to space. Gotta move them to space. So that was my intro idea. <laughs> Good. I liked it. Hey everybody, it's a new year. We're on our bi-league. By bi weekly schedule. We've <laughs> forgotten how to do this entirely. <laughs> and it's The Bargained In. It's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of us watching movies. Who's us? Well, that's me, Donna. And I'm Brandon. And uh, that's what we do here. But so sometimes you... we do series. Yeah, so we thought we'd kick off 2023 by doing possibly, not probably any longer than M. Nights uh, are The Bargained In. At night. But uh, up there, we're going to be watching all the ding-dang space conflict movies. <laughs> also known as Star Wars. Star Wars. This is the bargained in in space. The bargained in in space. space. Excited to do that for the next <laughs> yes. Yes. 11 episodes. Yes. It's also a convenient way for us to get through Roughly six months of the year. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So sorry about that. Um, gonna, if you, uh, you mean you're welcome, audience. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing these in chronological order, not release chronological order, but the order that the story of the Star Wars takes place in, meaning we're starting with 1999's episode one and moving forward. If you want to know the full schedule of those, Fucking Google it. Google it. It's it's literally at your finger. I had. You're to do listening it. to this on a device that has internet capabilities. You can Google it. Somebody's just like powering down their ham radio now. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. We're gonna be spoiling all of Star Wars. Just saying that up front. Um, Spoil it. Doing our best. So hopefully you like Star Wars because we're gonna be talking about it. For a minute. Or if you don't like Star Wars, based on how this first episode went, we might shit on it for a minute. Who knows? Who knows? Spoilies, Donna. Uh, just trying to get, get the hooks in. Now now you're hooked. You have to listen to the bargain in in space. Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, 1999, directed by George, our boy Georgie Lucas. Georgie. This is not going to be in the same style, by the way, as... M night, the the bargaining at night, where we took it upon ourselves to be a bit more our tours of film. We're just going to be doing our regular stick with these, just as a heads up. But I'm going to do my damnedest to talk about these 
incredibly let's go. The Trade Federation wants to take over the Naboo, Naboo people. Yeah. And that's that's not okay. That's not not okay. And there's they're trying to like choke them out of trade or something. Are you just saying that because they're the Trade Federation? Well, you know what? Now that you say that, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so the Jedi go to talk it over, smooth things out, but that raises tension, and so they try to kill the, the Trade Federation. Tries to kill young. Obi-Wan Kenobi, as well as Liam Neeson's character, whose name is Qui-Gon, I think is how they pronounced it. Qui-Gon. I'm pretty (laughs) sure that was it. That can't be right. Qui-Gon is... Master Qui-Gon. Doesn't that sound right? (laughs) Thank God he dies in this. Holy shit. We don't have to worry about Uh, it. There's other names for us to goof goof up. Anyway, he's teaching Obi-Wan, but they have to escape... They do and save the princess. I mean, the queen. The The Federation's trying to force the queen to sign a treaty. Like a false treaty. And she's like, no. And she escapes with the Jedi. Call and, those freedies. But their their craft is damaged and they have to stop in... Tatooine. Uh, Tatooine? Tatooine. 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 This is, we should have maybe level set. Neither of us are particularly big Star Wars fans. I don't think, I mean, I'll just speak for myself. I don't dislike the franchise. I just don't really care. Yeah, same. They're fine. Like, it's it's a fine concept. It's, It's so strange because, like, watching it this time, it's, you know, the dark side versus the light side. And I was like, well, you can't get really any more black and white than there are good guys and there are bad guys. And they're gonna fight, but this time it's in space. That all being said, masterfully crafted world and interesting characters at times. I just don't give a shit. Um, I, but I do. I think it's cool. I like the like. I like the the lightsabers. I almost called them laser swords. They are laser swords. On Tatooine, they find a young Anakin Skywalker, Annie, if you were. Annie helps them win the big race that because they can't afford the parts that they need for their ship. They're gonna close down the restaurant their parent owns so annie's (laughs) gotta win the big race there's a lot of writing on this um including annie's freedom (gasps) what that's right young anakin skywalker in the first line of this description on the internet is a young slave strong with the force well thank god qui-gon has discovered this young jedi in the making because his midi-chlorian count is off the charts. <laughs> yeah, Does I, it feel like we're making fun of it even when we're just saying the words? Yeah, Like it the does. words sound like we're making a parody. If it's like if you don't say it with like intense passion, yeah. it feels bad. It's like, oh, they're midi-chlorian. Also, I hated that scene, by the way, because it really felt like... Because this these movies came out, I don't want to fucking explain the timeline, but this mm-hmm. is the fourth Star Wars movie to actually come out. And it felt as though they were like, hey, you remember that magic we had in the first three movies that just kind of felt nice? 
turns out it's these little microorganisms inside your blood that we can help control things. And I was like, did you just explain away the magic force that's all magical and feels good by being like, it's it's like a parasite. It's science. It's science. I was like, boring. Thanks, Liam. <laughs> where, um, does it, where does it go from here? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go. Yeah, okay, so Annie wins the race. He pulls through just in the nick of time, as you do, and uh, because he wins, the the Star Wars people get to leave the planet. And, uh, not before facing off with Darth Maul. Yeah, a, a Darth Maul shows with, up. With, with black and red face paint and horns on his head. Yeah, he's like all silent, so he doesn't actually say anything. <laughs> but he tries to kill Obi-Wan. No, Qui-Gon. Oh, damn it, Qui- Qui-Gon. He tries to kill Qui-Gon, but everyone makes it back on the ship and escapes. And they're like... They make it back to the fe- the Republic. Yes. Every time you say Qui-Gon, I imagine Liam Neeson with a duck bill. <laughs> it's I, Qui-Gon. <laughs> um, I sense the force in this one. They make it back to the Republic, and there's two things happening now, which is the Senate or whatever is trying to figure out what to do about Naboo, and the Jedis are trying to figure out what to do about Anakin. Because he's too old, this like six year old boy. I don't understand because he could not have been more than eight, right? Uh, yeah. Well, the, you got to start him at babies. What you do is you, you take laser guns and you shoot them at babies. <laughs> and whatever baby can just like with the force make it ricochet away. Then Yoda's all like, the force is strong with this one. <laughs> the babies that don't, well, we're not going to talk about that. The Senate is going through a thing because they have the queen there now and Senator Palpatine is all like, you should call a vote of no confidence. I cannot believe how much it feels like it's an onion article. It's so dumb. I'm sorry. It just, the, the politics of this is like, I was watching a movie to escape this planet. The do, like the do nothing Senate will not get anything done because of bipartisan issues. <laughs> Star we, Wars. We have blocked them from trade. We've imposed taxes and sanctions. Because of the vote of no confidence, this way a new leader has to be selected for the Senate, and it's going to be Palpatine. But in a moment of clarity, the Queen realizes and we'll explain what that moment of clarity is, I think, in the second half of the episode. Okay. Um, but that, you know what? I have to go back and be with my people and protect my planet or whatever, Naboo, and uh, I can't wait on the Senate. Goes back and teams up with another species of people on the planet that normally they hate each other, but now they're going to work together. They go to war with the Fade tr- Trade Federation or the Fade Federation, where they have really cool <laughs> haircuts. All of while this is happening, the Jedi decide that well they have to you know they have to do stuff because stuff's happening. So they go with the Queen and they're gonna sneak in to the capital where that has been taken over and turn off all the droids because that's how they're winning. That's how the Trade Federation's uh, winning. Well, I think what they're gonna do is. Oh, they're gonna no. You're right. They're gonna take over. They're gonna capture the person that was taking over. One of the Viceroy is what they were calling him, I think. Yeah. And yeah. if they captured him, then they wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the plan was after that. I guess you can't make me sign this treaty. Or, like, if we have you captured, maybe you'll call off your army. 
Well, they said he said I, verbatim, they won't know what to do. I don't know. That's why I thought that's what they were doing. But that's just what Anakin ends up doing. Well, no, Anakin ends up accidentally, purposefully stealing a spacecraft and going up into space right. to their like orbiting, I don't know, base. Space Space base. Death donut instead of a de death star. It's a death donut because it's a circular. It's like a ring. And he blows something up in there that blows up everything. And now that the controls are down, all the drones that were fighting. Droids. The droids that were, thank you, fighting. The people down on the planet stop. And we've saved the day. And peace is won. And the Naboo on the land and the what's them called under the sea in the swamp, uh, have a peace treaty together, and now they like the each Gungans. other. The Gungans. Now there's peace and harmony on the planet, and the Republic agrees to take on Anakin as, oh, we the forgot Jedi, a part. The Jedi agree to take on Anakin. Oh, yeah, sorry. Darth Maul fights Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and kills Qui-Gon, but then Obi-Wan cuts Darth Maul in half. And he falls down a chute. Whoa. And they're like, well, where there's one Sith, there's another. Because was that the Sith or was that the apprentice? Who knows? It was the apprentice. So anyway, Obi-Wan is going to train Anakin. Oh, I thought we were done. Sorry. Yeah, Obi-Wan's going to train. And there's a Sith Lord out there. It's Senator Palpatine. <gasps> don't stop. I don't know that even. Really? I mean, I, I pretty well knew it. Okay, but. because at the very beginning of the movie, he's like, in his hood, he's like, do it. Do it. And and the, he's like, and the, the people he's talking to about taking over Naboo, they're like, I don't know about this. I think that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, he's talking to Goofy. And he's like, <laughs> kill him, Goofy. Do it. I don't know. And he's like, do it. And then he's like, if you have any problems, I have my apprentice here to help. Introduce Darth Maul. <laughs> so it has to be Palpatine, right? <laughs> Darth. Well, no, but they don't. They don't give anything too much away with that being Palpatine. Really? I don't think so. I mean, besides weird foreshadowing stuff. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What do you think of this movie? I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. I had a headache after we watched it. <laughs> It was a lot to it take on. It was really thick. Like, thick. like not much happened, but also there was like political shit that I could barely understand and didn't want to understand, honestly. And also there was so much visually and sonically happening that I wanted to like crawl into a soft, dark room. How about, how does that stand for you? Yeah, yeah. It's just... Like, I wanted to kind of tone out and watch this, and I couldn't. I had to be, like, plugged into it. Let's see what some other people have to say in, on Letterboxd. Box, 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 boxed in. Um, let's see. Uh, Russ Man, there's no need to feel down, gave I it two stars man. and said, Annie, are you okay? So, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? You've been hit by... You've been struck by a smooth Jedi. Da da ba da 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 ba da 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 da. Ow! Nice. Uh, I'll just real quick. Lastly, here, friend of the show, Nick Sanford, gave it three stars and said, "Snorts a dirty rail." 
Now let me tell you why I don't hate Jar Jar. And I think that's a perfect way to lead us into. We should have we should have something besides the clearance aisle for halftime for this. Halftime. Uh, call uh, it. Call it the. What do they call? Um, okay, you know the famous scene with the the big the big fat slug guy. You mean Jar Jar Binks? No, no. I mean sorry, Job of the Hut. Yeah. What's the place? The cantina. Something. Oh, the space cantina. That's that not is? where he is. He's more at the Sarlacc <laughs> pit, but. <laughs> All of those are great. <laughs> what did you just fucking nerd check me? You're laughing maniacally. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh my god! You just threw your head back and put your hands down like an anime villain laughing. <laughs> what was so funny about it? I don't, uh, everything. Um, let's go, go to, to the, the space cantina or the Sarlacc pit. What? Star? Sarlacc pit. Sarlacc pit. Stop fucking nerd checking me on this shit. <laughs> Let's go to the Sarlacc pit. Okay, yeah. I won't remember it. You have to. Okay, yeah. Well, now I'm very excited to get to the Sarlacc pit in the series. Um, <laughs> but will we be able to get out of it? We just did. Was it a frugal movie, Donna? Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say yes, because I think they built a lot less sets for this one. Cause a lot of them looked like they were just CG'd in. Yeah. Is that frugal though? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. I mean, this movie made a hundred billion to jillion dollars. So it's a lot of money. That's frugal for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I normally would say that betting, gambling is not frugal, uh, but it worked out for our heroes. And I think that's, I don't know, they kind of implied that maybe he used some like Jedi mind stuff to see the future a little, like to know that Anakin would win the race. He obviously used Jedi tricks to make the, like, the dice roll so that Anakin would be the one who was freed instead of his mom. Anyway, I think that's frugal. Yeah. Um, fear enough. Fear enough. I'm going to say that not frugal. The fact, well, let's just talk about it. Let's talk about Jar Jar Binks. We got to talk about the Jar Jar Binks in the room. <laughs> there's, a, there's a big old Jar Jar Binks in the room we got to talk about. Y'all, if you've seen this movie and it's possibly been a bit, there is a character that you probably remember with long, long ears whose name is Jar Jar Binks. And having discussed it with Donna, Jar Jar Binks is not only one of the central most characters of this movie, not only does Jar Jar Binks, I think, have more scenes with him talking in it than any other character. I could be wrong on that, but it certainly, he's, he, he talks in every scene he's in. Not only that, Jar Jar Binks is crucial to this movie. Like a lot of the scenes he's in, he could be get by. It's no big deal. He is what makes the queen realize she can go back to the planet. Don and I were talking earlier. We, we seemed like we foreshadowed something. Yeah. Jar Jar Binks is the one. He goes like, Oh, I've got an army. Basically not. I like <laughs> people have an army that, uh, you know, we feel we'll be safe there. And the queen's like, that's it. That's it. If we can get our peoples to work together, we can still save the planet. Having sat on it a couple of days, how is Jar Jar sitting with you? 
Misa no like him. <laughs> he spake. He spake? He spake. Yeah, that, that, that you're saying he speaks? That's what he says. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That is how he's, he spake. 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 Oh, my goodness. He is... I really, I, I genuinely, genuinely was like, I'm going to go into this pretty neutral about him. My word. Like, my word. And it's not the actor's fault by any means. I think that genuinely how it's portrayed is kind of impressive because he is consistent. His character, like, everything he did, I'm like, that is something that that character would do. I think it is written in such a way. It's, it's so perplexing because it seems like he is written in such a way, acted in such a way, and just generally constructed both with I think somebody in a suit as well as CG'd it, it's it's bad it's so weird you know what I'm saying like it's weird that like everything was done well it's just the result of it not good yeah well and like I can't imagine being the actor and having those lines and being like you want me to say what okay Eco bomba. like it's it it's it's just it's it's rough and you and i were talking it's it's a uh, creole that they're referencing right yeah like it's basically creole it's like and the the stuff that they borrow directly from like caribbean creole makes sense to me but then there's other things that get said that i'm like i can't i don't i don't understand i really don't i don't know what he just said it seemed I didn't I completely missed the part where he told the queen about the army. Okay. I didn't know about that till afterwards when Brandon was telling me about that. And I was like, oh, that seems pretty fucking crucial. Like I thought she just had a whim. She was like, I would need to be with my people. Like, no, she knew there was an army there. What? That's important. Um Yeah, so I I think it's just a bad character. I think it was acted just fine. He was fine. His character sucked uh he's he's always going around mucking about making a mess he is disrespectful he's a worry wart i don't like him i just got majorly distracted because when we were watching this movie at the very beginning you were like is that kira knightley and i was like that's natalie portman and we had a good laugh about it kira knightley's in this movie no yeah i'm I'm weirded out now. She plays Sebe. And so I'm I'm like really weirded out. Like I did not know Kira Knightley's in this. Okay, so she did play the not queen. She played the not queen. You were right. Okay, it's so funny because then we were looking and I'm like, oh, I think that's just an actress who looks a lot like she just looks like Kira Knightley. And then we were talking like, is the same actress playing the queen versus the queen's double? Oh, by the way, you guys, the whole movie, the queen was actually the queen's double. What? <laughs> but apparently one of them was the queen and which was she was played by. I don't know. I think they switched off. The point is there was a queen who was Natalie Portman, and there was the Queen's Doubles, Sabe, Sabe, yes. who was played by Kieran Knightley. I, I'm so glad to find this out because I feel very validated for saying should. they look similar. One of her other cronies, one of the Queen's other cronies was Sofia Coppola, which is pretty interesting too. Can I see Sofia Coppola? Who's Coppola. that? Uh, it's Francis Ford Coppola's uh, daughter. Okay, all right. This one. This one here. 
Anyway. Well, uh, frugal. I feel like we got a lot of, because that's, that's like shortly before Pirates, right? This is 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before Pirates. So I feel like that's got to be frugal, you know, getting some of these going to be hotshot stars. I mean, this is before Taken, right, for Liam Neeson. Yeah, but, like, Liam Neeson been doing stuff for a bit, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, he's also the the big name star for this movie, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and uh, Ewan McGregor. So I, I feel like they... And this might be kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy too, but I feel like they have a really good anchor of like big stars for the time surrounded by up and coming stars who are certainly going to be big. Like I wouldn't be surprised if by this point Kira either had a contract for pirates or like was in talks. Certainly by the time this was over, I imagine because I just, I feel like these things are leading into each other very nicely. Right. I just feel like it, it needs to be said before Star Wars, Liam Neeson did Schindler's List. So like he had been, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson's Nissan, Liam, Liam Neeson's Nissan is Nissan. He's Nissan. He's fine. He's great. <laughs> He's um, fine. That's what I'm saying though, is he, they had like a couple of big stars yeah. to anchor it. And then they had up and coming ones who were already very much coming and we're like boom yeah i mean they had some some yes yes i'm always hesitant to say what somebody's like up like how big or you know whatever they were but i i, I know what you mean and i think you're right um was this a frugal movie though okay we haven't talked about all the explosions and destruction CGs. uh and just generally like I'm torn because, like, everything that happens at Naboo is very much, like, bad for the planet's economy, right? Like, you don't just bounce back from a trade block like that. Like, her people were starving, I think she said. Um, this is going to be a tough one to come back from. So that's not frugal, but also, like, for the Senate, like for Palpatine, this is all pretty frugal. Like it's actually still working out in his favor because while he didn't get Naboo, he is now in charge of the Senate. And like, isn't that the better prize out of all of this? Maybe that's what he was wanting the whole time, honestly. I think that means this is a frugal movie, despite our maybe not enjoying it. This movie shows that, you know, lining your pockets with, you know, wealthy investors really gets you high up in political power. That that swindling your way through the ranks can get you money and influence. Do you want to thank some people? Absolutely. First off, I would like to thank Sarah Anastasia for our cover art of us and our cats. And I'd also like to thank the Lounge Kittens for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds as our intro, outro, and mid-tro music. I'd also like to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast and sending it to wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'd also like to thank our bargainer, Jack3245, who is the last person to leave us a review on iTunes. You could be our next bargainer. You could dethrone Jack 
by simply rating and reviewing our show on Apple. And I also just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like this, share it with a friend. Get ready to go on this adventure with us. We're going to learn what the fuck a sar... The Asardus Pit. What? Sarlacc. <laughs> yeah. Did you say Sardis? Did you did you do it like confused Doctor Doctor Who? I almost said Doctor Who. <laughs> I almost said Doctor Who. Doctor Fart. Hey, got him. That one didn't even rhyme or have the same number of letters. Just had Doctor in the front of it. <laughs> Fucking got him. If you like us not doing a good job with Star Wars, tell your friends. Hey, hey. I think we're doing a great job. I was kidding. <laughs> I see what you're showing me. And what? I'm Brandon just has pulled up a picture of Darth Maul and blown it up really huge. And he's just like wiggling it around. I'm not moving it. <sighs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. My name is Brandon. My name is Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. All right, what I got for you is what's gonna be real. Oh, this is boring as shit. Oh, um, you're not doing a good job selling it. Anchor USB C charger, twenty watt. Would you like? Do you need to charge your phone? Sixteen ninety nine. It's for a charging block. For a charging block. What is the end that goes? Is it just one? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's USB. I think. That's like a micro are. USB, ah, USB C, seventeen dollars. Jeez. Oh, this is iPhone. Well, that should still be. Yeah, no USB C cable. Sorry. Cable not included. It says. I'm sorry. I'm looking at it. I just. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not frugal. Are you kidding? Seventeen dollars. Listen to this music for this commercial. I mean, it looks sleek as fuck. <sighs> yeah, it's not. It's frugal. not frugal. If you got a lady and you want her gone, but you ain't got the guts, she keeps. Not at you, not at